Lekutah Sicha is Chelik Yudzayin, Parsha Gedeshim Sicha Dalad, a summary of the Sicha. In this week's Parsha we have the uh, unique, interesting mitzvah of Shivcha Harufa, which means a, a slave woman that is married to somebody else. The bottom line is how it, uh, what the real story is, is you have a, a slave woman that was owned by two people. One of them gave her freedom, and the other one didn't. So therefore she's half of a half slave woman, half Jewish woman. And she's married to an Evadivri, to a Jewish um, servant, a Jewish slave, which he's allowed to marry a Shivcha. And therefore she is semi-married, partially married, and she had a, an illicit relationship with someone else, with another man. That's called Shivcha Harufa. So the Torah says... She should get Malkus and he has to bring a carbon Oshem. It's a very different mitzvah. There is no mitzvah, other mitzvah, as far as I know, that, you, that two people get two different penalties. Actually, there is one, but, uh, the, but it's very unusual that two people should get two very different penalties for the same act. So now, the Rambam says that if there is a nine year old boy, that has this illicit relationship with this Shifcha Harufa. And the reason nine years old is because a nine year old is already capable of the physical act of being cohabitating with a woman. Whereas when he's younger than nine, it's meaningless. It's not called cohabitation at all. So the Ramam says if he's nine years old, she gets Malchus, and because that's considered an illicit act, because of He's nine years old, so therefore it is considered an act, and he has to bring a carbon. Which is an interesting thing, that the Ramam says that a child has to bring a carbon. The Ravid says, this must be a mistake, because we don't find anywhere that a child should be given a penalty of any kind, and this kind of a carbon is a penalty. So therefore, it's not, uh, that's wrong, says the Ravid. In fact, the Ravid says that she too is exempt from getting Malkus because if he doesn't have to bring a carbon, then she doesn't have to get Malkus either. Because the Torah says, links the two. The Gemara says that the Torah links the two. Because she gets Malkus, that's why he has to bring a carbon. But if she doesn't get Malkus, then he doesn't have to bring a carbon. The same says the Ravid is true the other way as well. If he doesn't have to bring a carbon, then she doesn't get Malkus. So we have to understand what is the reason that the Rambam says that a child, a minor, should be obligated to bring a carbon. We give him a penalty that he has to bring a carbon. And even if we say that it's not really a penalty, it's more because he needs atonement, we have to understand that too. Why is it that a child needs atonement? Why suddenly in this case does he need atonement? What about all the other averis that he may have committed? Because if he, let's say, he violates Shabbos, does he need atonement? Does he have to bring a karmachatas? Certainly not. So why suddenly here does he have to bring a carbon? We find other places in the Rambam also where the Rambam says in regards to a child as it pertains to a carbon or other mitzvahs that the car- he seems to indicate that a child can also be chayiv with a, uh, in a carbon or mitzvahs. For instance, in regards to carbon Pesach, the Rambam says that a ger that, became, that was nizgayer between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni so he didn't bring a carbon Pesach on Pesach Rishon. He has to bring a carbon Pesach on Pesach Sheni. So also a child 
that became Bar Mitzvah between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni, he has to bring a carbon on Pesach Sheni. And if they brought a carbon on his behalf on Pesach Rishon, meaning about the child, so then he doesn't have to bring a carbon on Pesach Sheni. So the Kesef Mishnah asks, how could, a, how could a child be considered to be, have been chayev or being part of the Karban Pesach if he didn't have a responsibility or chiyuv to bring a Karban Pesach? So what does it help that he was part of it? He still didn't fulfill any obligation, so why shouldn't he be chayev to bring it in the second, Karban, uh, second Pesach? And the, the Rikorkus answers, explains that because the Torah includes a child, that you are allowed to sh- include a child into the Karban Pesach, therefore he is able to, he fulfills his obligation with that Karban as well. But that also needs to be understood because what does it mean that the that he was included? Even as he's included, he's only a child. So he can't be fulfilling any obligation. So why is he why doesn't he have to bring a carbon by the Pesach Sheni? In order to be absolved of the obligation to bring the carbon Pesach, he has to have been obligated somehow to bring it and then brought it, which absolves him of the need to bring a carbon Pesach and the Pesach Sheni. But since he's a child, what does it mean that he, was, that he had a responsibility from which he was absolved? He didn't have a responsibility and he wasn't absolved. Now, in the second, when he becomes a mitzvah, he becomes chayev, and he has to bring a carbon pesach sheni. We find even more. We find in regards to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah that the Rambam says that whoever, someone whose father did not teach him Torah, has to teach himself Torah when he becomes aware. So what does it mean? The Tanakh Tzedek points out says. Is it, uh, should you say that, on the, that a child has a chiyav de raisa? From the fact that the, that the Tzemach Tzedek attributes all this to a child, it seems that the Rambam is saying that the child, even if he recognizes it as a child, he has to teach himself Torah. He becomes obligated to teach himself Torah. The Rambam doesn't say Kishayagdil, when he becomes an adult, he has to teach himself Torah. Kishayagdil means he becomes aware that he wasn't taught Torah. He has to learn Torah, even as a child. So what does it mean that he's obligated to learn Torah? For a child, how could you say that? So to understand this, we have to exp- uh, introduce another idea. There is a machlekes between the Rishonim in regards to the mitzvah. What is the uh, role of the child in the mitzvah of Chinuch? Rashi and the Ramban say that the mitzvah of Chinuch is not really, even though it's a mitzvah of the Rabbanan, it's not really the mitzvah for the child. It's a mitzvah on the father. The child is not involved in that mitzvah, meaning to say, the child doesn't have that obligation. Therefore, they say, if a child benches, he knows how to bench, so he benched loud, and somebody heard the benching and answered, Amen, and they had a mind to have that he should fulfill him. He wouldn't fulfill that person's obligation even if that person is only chayiv to bench with the Rabbanon, because he ate less than the Torah requires benching for, and the, the child has the mitzvah of chinuch with the Rabbanon, so why wouldn't he ob- fulfill him with the mitzvah of benching, since he has that obligation? The answer is because the mitzvah is not the child's, the mitzvah is the father's. Therefore the child is exempt from benching, and he cannot fulfill someone else, even though it's only with the Rabbanon. 
Whereas the Taisus and the Ran say that a child, because of the mitzvah of Chinuch, is considered to be obligated according to the Rabbanon in, the, in these mitzvahs. And therefore, if he benches, someone else can listen, an adult can listen, as long as it's only with the Rabbanon, and be fulfilled. That's a machlegis. In other words, a machlegis is, is it the father's mitzvah, or is the child also involved in that mitzvah? Does he take on, a, does it confer a certain chiyuv on the child as well? The Rambam says that a son can include his father in benching. So now clearly the Rambam says that a child has his own responsibility in the mitzvah of benching and therefore can fulfill an adult with that mitzvah. We also find similar things in regards to Hilchas Tzitzis. The Rambam says, every child that knows how to put on tzitzis, chayev, is obligated to wear tzitzis in order to educate it. The same with brachas. Children are obligated to, to bench in order to, uh, to educate them. Again, chayev, they're obligated. The same with sukkah. A child has to, that doesn't eat his mother anymore, can, can go eat with, uh, with his father, has to eat in the sukkah in order to educate him. The same with lulav, he says. He's chayev belulav. So the question is in these matters as well. How could you say that a child is chayev? What's the meaning to say that a child is chayev of anything? So to explain this, we have to explain that something that was discussed by the Rebbe many times, which is, there are certain parts of a mitzvah that are needed as a preparation in order to be able to do the actual mitzvah. For instance, in order to be able to do the mitzvah of, sitting, of eating in a sukkah, you have to build a sukkah. So that's considered a machshir mitzvah. It's, an, uh, it's the preparation that makes it possible to be able to fulfill the mitzvah. Those acts of preparing for the mitzvah take on a certain element of that mitzvah itself. Building the sukkah is a part of fulfilling the mitzvah of sukkah. In fact, we even find that Rebbe Leza holds that the machshir mitzvah of those mitzvahs that that uh, override Shabbos, like the mitzvah of Mila, that you can do even on Shabbos if it's in the eighth day. So all the preparations that are needed, for instance, you have to bring the knife, even goes so far as to say that if you have to fashion a knife, so you're allowed to build a fire and melt metal and make a knife in order to be able to do the mitzvah of Mila on Shabbos. You can do all that on Shabbos. In other words, that they too take on a part of the mitzvah of Mila. In fact, the Yerushalmi says that you even have to make a... There's certain brachas that should be made. When you build a sukkah, you should make a bracha. To make the sukkah, you should make a bracha on that. We find also that there are elements of a mitzvah that people share. Like, for instance, in the mitzvah of Talmud if somebody is unable to learn Torah, Shulchan Aruch says that he should provide for others to learn Torah and then he too, it's as if he learned Torah, so because he makes it, he gives the ability to others to learn Torah, he gets the mitzvah of learning Torah so we see also, the preparation allows you to become part of that mitzvah we find a similar thing that women, even though the, in regards to women, even though the mitzvah of procreation, piri verivya is a mitzvah on the man he has the obligation. The woman doesn't have any such obligation to have children. But since it's not possible for the husband to do it without the wife, obviously, therefore she, the Ram says she too has a mitzvah. She has the mitzvah because she makes it possible for her husband to fulfill that mitzvah. 
also in uh, there it's essential it's impossible that it should be done without the wife but even if it's not impossible if uh, let's say in this in the uh, learning Torah where she doesn't have an obligation to learn Torah <clears throat> but she helps her husband or her son learn Torah so she shares in the reward of the mitzvah as well so this is true even when the the act of preparation for the mitzvah in the case of the woman her, her participation in the mitzvah because it's impossible without her is linked to the mitzvah but it's not as if you did that mitzvah itself for instance as can be seen from the fact that the Rishalmi who says that you should make a bracha doesn't say that when you're building your sukkah you should say to sit in the sukkah that would mean that by building the mitzvah you're already performing the mitzvah of sitting in the sukkah or at least the, a part of it it says that you should say to make the sukkah in other words it's related but not as if you fulfilled that mitzvah itself when it comes to the mitzvah of chinuch it's very different how is it different? when we say that a child is involved in the mitzvah of chinuch which is his father's mitzvah it's not just simply to say that without me my father wouldn't be able to fulfill the mitzvah of chinuch it's much more how, what is the act of chinuch of educating your child that getting your child to do the, this mitzvah to do a particular mitzvah so the child is not merely a, a, an assist, assisting in the, in the mitzvah of chinuch he is actually performing the mitzvah in order for the chinuch to have happened therefore the child is involved in this mitzvah he becomes part of that mitzvah which is different when you build a sukkah which you're not part of the sitting in the sukkah yet you're just part of making the sukkah by the child he is already part of the mitzvah itself what the father is commanded to get him to do he is doing that he is part of that mitzvah therefore we could say that because the, the way that mitzvah is performed is getting your son to do that mitzvah he is chayiv you can already confer the idea that he is obligated to do that mitzvah he must, he needs to do the mitzvah. That's the meaning of chinuch, that he needs to do the mitzvah. So in certain sense, you can already say that he's chayiv, there is a certain obligation on the child as well. And because he is a part of the mitzvah itself, that's why the Rambam says that he could fulfill an adult who has that mitzvah as well, at least with the Rabbanon, because he is a part of the mitzvah, not just as a, an aside, a side participant in the mitzvah he is part of that mitzvah the only way to fulfill chinuch is to get him to bench so he has to bench therefore he can fulfill also an adult who needs to bench now when it comes to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah of, stud, of teaching Torah to a child there it's even more here it becomes a Torah obligation all other mitzvahs the father is only obligated to teach his child but when it comes to the mitzvah of teaching Torah, the father is obligated as we say in Kriyashma. So the father is obligated to teach his child, so the child must be learning Torah as in order for the, a father to be able to fulfill that mitzvah. And therefore now the child is involved not only in 
the mitzvah itself, but minatayra he's involved in the mitzvah. So he takes on a chi of minatayra even to be learning tayra that he has to learn tayra. And that's why the Ramam says that if the father didn't teach him tayra, then he has to, even as a child, he has to learn tayra. He has to teach himself tayra because even midairaisa, he is a part of the mitzvah of learning tayra in order to allow his father to fulfill the mitzvah of teaching him tayra. But if he didn't, so then he has to make up his participation in the mitzvah of learning tayra as a child. We can also explain the same thing about the mitzvah of Korban Pesach, why he should be ex- absolved from this Pesach Sheni, the way the Rabbi, Rabbi, the Rikurkos explains it. By first explaining what the Raga Chava says, he says that only if the this child was named as a, a participant in the list of those who are nominated for this Korban Pesach, there is also another way that a child can participate, which is, it says, sell the base of us, which means a father, by, because he is a participant, can also bring along his whole family. His whole family can participate, eat from the Korban Pesach, because he reserved. As we know, you can only eat from the Korban Pesach if you reserve. But if the father reserves, everyone can eat. But if that's how the child participated in the Korban Pesach, the Rav Chevet says he wouldn't be absolved of the Korban Pesach because then he's just an extension of his father. In order to be absolved from the Pesach Sheni, he would have to be listed as an individual participant, not as a part of his father. Only then would he be absolved. So therefore, if the Torah gives the ability that a child should be named individually, independently from his father as a part of the Korban Pesach, which means that the Torah is saying that he does have the ability to be part of this mitzvah. If the Torah gives him that importance in that mitzvah to be named individually, then he did participate in the mitzvah. He has that participation. He has that chiyuv. The Torah gave him the importance of being part of it, and therefore he's already fulfilled his mitzvah and he's absolved from the Pesach Sheni. In a similar way, we can now explain the Shivcha Charufa, why a child of nine can also be, has to bring a carbon. Because the Torah says that in order for her to get Malkus, even though he was a child, she will get Malkus, that means that even though he is a child, the Torah confers importance to that act that he committed. What's the importance? A woman is going to have to get Malchus because of what he did. Well, she did it too, but because of what his participation in this act, she will get Malchus. means the Torah recognizes his participation in this act and gives it the importance that a woman, a Jew, another woman is, going to get, a woman is going to get Malchus because of it. Therefore, he also becomes integral to this act and takes on a responsibility. The Torah placed a responsibility on him because he made her get Malchus, that his act becomes important too, and therefore he needs kapara, he needs atonement for that act. And that brings even a, a greater clarity to the meaning of Bikairis Tiyah, because she gets Malchus, that's why he has to bring a carbon. It's not just you know, when you want to know when she, he gets uh, carbon, when she gets Malchus. It's much more than that. 
it's the explanation of why he can be included in, Mal- in, in the carbon, why he has to bring a carbon, because she gets Malchus, which means that he, his act was important enough to make her get Malchus. That's why even as a child, it's important enough to make him require Kapara because it gave importance to his act. And that's what makes the Shivcha Harufa different than all other illicit relationships. By all the other ones, we don't say that if a young boy, a nine-year-old boy, is involved in an illicit relationship that he has to gain atonement for it. No, he doesn't have to bring a carbon, he doesn't get any penalty. Because there, they're, they're each seen as an independent operator. He did something wrong, she did something wrong. He gets his penalty, she gets his penalty. The child has nothing to do with what the adult did and therefore un, unrelated to the adult, if he's a child, he doesn't get any penalty. There's nothing about his act, which is important enough to make him get a penalty because he's a child. But by Shivcha Harufa, that his part of the act is what caused her to, get the, to have to get the Malkas, therefore that confers importance on his part of the act enough that he has to get atonement for his act. The Rebbe concludes that we see from all this the great importance of education, edu- educating children, especially in the matter of, tam- of Limadat Torah, and that therefore every Yid has to get involved in making sure that children are educated properly and that uh, everyone is involved in that so that they can have a solid foundation to go forward in their life.